This anointed teaching by Apostle Theo Volmerans comes to you from Christian Family Church International. Hi, family of God. We love you. We've been praying much for you. I understand that this time you have been unable to attend in person at church because of the COVID lockdown. And you've also been through a very traumatic experience in South Africa with regards to all the rioting and the looting. And uh, we are trusting God that he is in control and that those people who are responsible for doing that, we declare in the name of Jesus that the demon spirits that work through them are bound and cast out in Jesus' name. And we declare laborers go and speak to them, someone they can listen to, someone they'll hear and open their hearts to, someone they know, or even a stranger, and tell them about Jesus. We claim their heart and mind and soul for Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we bind your demons, let their thinking go. We claim those people for for Christ, and we claim that they become evangelists in Jesus' name. We claim that Satan loses his agents and they become God's evangelists in the name of Jesus. And we claim that for every corrupt person in the government who doesn't know Jesus as well. We claim that they become God-fearing, God-loving believers in Christ and that God blesses them. All right. Let's continue with part two in our series, The Father God Destined Us to Live in His Abundant Life. Say that with me. God the Father destined us to live in His abundant life. All right, now, in part one, we discussed the dunamis power of God living inside the believer. And we spoke much about God's presence inside the believer, in the heart of the believer. And now we're going to move on to depending on this power to live the abundant life or tapping into this power which is in us to live the abundant life. All right. John 15, 5. Some scriptures will obviously repeat throughout the series because they are the foundation upon which this series has been founded. All right, John 15, 5. Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. All right, so Jesus said, without him we can do nothing, and I believe that's true. But in Christ, we can do all things, right? Okay. So he said, I am the vine, you are the branches, he abides in me, and I in him bears much fruit. So if you can picture a tree or a grapevine, let's say a peach tree, 
all the branches connected to the vine or connected to the stem of the tree, whatever you want to call it. And <clears throat> he said, if we will just simply abide in the stem, in the vine, in the trunk, we'll bear much peaches or grapes or fruit. Just like the branch that's attached to the tree will automatically have peaches, so we, if we stay attached to the tree, will automatically have the abundant life fruit. So what fruit is this that we are supposed to be enjoying? John 10.10. 10. The Lord Jesus said, I have come that you may have life and that you may have life more abundantly. So Jesus came to the earth to give us abundant life more abundantly. So are we experiencing this abundant life? And if not, why not? Because it's ours. That's why he came. His trip, his mission, his coming to the earth was not a failure. It was a success. He accomplished his task. So the abundant life is ours. Our inheritance belongs to us. So the fruit of the abundant life is what we're going to talk about, and it grows, we experience it, by simply abiding in Jesus, or abiding or fellowshipping with God, fellowshipping with God, and the Holy Spirit who lives in us. Now we're going to learn how to walk in the Spirit and depend on this God of love, the God of the impossible, who lives in us. Say so that I'm going to learn how to depend on this God of love who lives in me. The life juice of the vine pours into each branch. The life juice of the trunk of the tree pours into each branch. Exactly the same way, the divine life of God, the divine life of deity, pours into you and me when we feed, when we feed on that life. We are about to read a, a part of a prayer that the Holy Spirit prayed through Paul, the apostle, for us. We read the entire prayer in part one. We're going to read part of that prayer Again, just to recap, go to Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16. The Holy Spirit, through Paul, says that the God of love would grant you, according to the riches of his grace, to be strengthened with might, dunamis, through his Spirit in the inner man. All right, the word might comes from the Greek word dunamis. And dunamis is a continuous miracle. It is the power of God that never ceases to be active on the inside of us. Say that dunamis is a continuous miracle 
It is the power of God that never ceases to be active on the inside of us. So you might say it's like having your foot flat on the accelerator and then just dropping the clutch whenever you want to and the car will take off. So the Holy Ghost is revving at full revs on the inside of us, just waiting to go into action on our behalf. That's the dunamis power of God. So in part one, I explained the series, I explained what happened with Rodney Howard Brown and that electric, fiery whirlwind that entered him. And uh, I encourage you to go listen to part one. I don't have time to recap everything. And that was a, an example, or that was the Holy Spirit showing him the dunamis power that lives in us. All right. This dunamis is the divine life of God that is flowing into our spirits, flowing into our hearts. We're going to learn how to feed on that life, just like the branch feeds on the vine, and allow the fruit, the abundant life fruit, to grow in our lives. Learning how to work with the dunamis power of God inside of us. Learning how to live for the Lord, depending on this dunamis power of God that works inside of us. All right, so let's think about the grapevine. Notice, every branch is individually and perfectly connected to the vine, or to the stump, or to the trunk, the stem, whatever you want to call it. The Bible calls it the vine. Now, <clears throat> Ephesians 3.20 is also part of the prayer the Holy Spirit prayed through Paul for the church. Let's read that. It's part of this prayer here in Ephesians chapter 3. Now, to the God of love, who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power, that dunamis, that works in us. So God is able to do more than you can even imagine for you because of the power and by the power, that dunamis power, of the Holy Spirit that lives inside of you. He's willing to do it. It's available. The power's in you. It's ready, moving, and active. It's a living miracle. It's not stopped waiting to go into action. No, it's ready in action, anticipating uh, that you will say something that God can, can work on. Now, the God of love is in us, available to do the impossible through us, for us. We are learning how to tap into this abundant life that is in us. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 20. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 20. From the New Living Translation. Says, For the kingdom of God is... Dot, dot, dot. For the kingdom of God is... Dot, dot, dot. Living by God's power. In other words, 
This is the Father's desire. This is what he paid for at Calvary. This is referring to the Holy Spirit, the dunamis power of God in us. The Father sent the Holy Spirit, the dunamis power, to carry us, carry us throughout our life. The kingdom of God is living by God's power. In other words, if you are a child of God, you are in his kingdom, and he's provided for us to live and operate by the energy of God's power in everything. All right. All right, step number one. We look at a few different components, a few different ways to tap into this power, a few different aspects of it. There's more than one way of, of releasing that power from inside of you. All right, so the first one is the prayer component, the prayer component. This is one way of allowing God's power to work on your behalf, all right? Specifically, praying in the Spirit. So if you do not speak in other tongues, if you are not filled with the Holy Spirit, I would encourage you to ask someone who is to pray for you and show you the scriptures in the Bible, and you'll see that it's for everybody and that it is a gift, and it's easy to receive the precious Holy Spirit. I know without a shadow of doubt I would not be alive today if it were not for the Holy Spirit. I would not be alive. In fact, I would have been dead seven, ten times already. All right, Romans 8, 26. The Holy Spirit himself makes an intercession for us. All right, that means the Holy Spirit himself prays for us. The Holy Spirit personally is praying for God's plan to be fulfilled in your life. He's personally praying for all that Jesus purchased for you at Calvary to be experienced in your life. He is personally praying for the abundant life that Jesus spoke about, which is God's plan for you, to be experienced in your life. He's praying for good things to come to pass in your life. So I don't know how anybody would not seek to receive that gift and want to make use of it. All right, now look at the next verse. Romans 8, 27. He makes an intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Say, so praise for the Christians to bring about the will of God. Or you might say the plan of God. Or you might say the blessings of God in our lives. Because in God's plan are all the blessings. The Holy Spirit personally prays God's will into our lives. That's what he's saying. So what happens when we pray this way? What happens? 
Romans 8, 28, the next verse. What happens when you pray in the Spirit? And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purpose for them. This verse is talking about the results of praying in the Spirit. Because the word and is the first word in that verse, which means I'm not done talking. I'm still speaking about the same subject. What's that? Praying in the Spirit. And when you pray in the Spirit to bring about the will of God, all things work together for good. Because <laughs> God's will is good. Okay? We know that God causes everything to work together for the good to those who love God and are called according to His purpose. So if you are praying in the Spirit, that means you are called to bring about the purpose of God for your life, which is going to be blessing. That's what Romans 8.28 is telling us. When we allow the Holy Spirit to pray for us, He prays God's will into existence. And God causes everything to work together for good. The Holy Spirit, the power of God, the dunamis inside of you, brings us into the abundant life. That is what Romans 8.28 is telling us. The Holy Spirit inside of you, the dunamis power of God, praying through you in tongues, carries you into the abundant life. So as I said, that's one way of tapping into this abundant life. God blesses those who walk in God's plan. God blesses those who feed on the vine by fellowshipping in this way, praying in the Spirit, fellowshipping in this way. We are feeding on the vine by praying in the Spirit. We are encouraged, uplifted, edified by praying in the Spirit. We are feeding from the life juices of the trunk, who is Jesus. Let the Holy Spirit pray you into the will of God and pray the will of God through you and reveal God's will to you. I'll say that again. Allow the Holy Spirit to pray you into the plan of God and pray God's plan through you and pray and reveal God's plan to you. He'll do all of that. All right? The next component that we want to talk about is the component of listening. Listening to God. It's very important to listen to God, to be guided by God. Because you may pray in tongues and God's blessing may be on its way to you, but if you don't recognize it, you walk right past it, right? But if you're praying in the Spirit and listening, He'll say, here comes the blessing I have arranged for you. And he'll make sure that you take the right turn and be there at the right place at the right time to get your blessing.
All right, John 16, 3. Jesus said, The Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth, and he will tell you things to come. So he'll tell you the future, and he'll guide you to where you need to be. And he'll reveal the word of God to you, guide you into the truth of God. All right, 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9. We're talking about the dunamis power of God in you now doing that. That's what that is. 1 Corinthians 2 9. I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for those who love him. So God has prepared things for us that our mind has never even thought about. Our eyes never seen. The blessings of God that he has for you. Now, but, verse 10, but God has revealed them to us through his Holy Spirit. So God has revealed them to us. In other words, God is saying, I sent the dunamis power of God to live in you to reveal to you the blessings I have for you in your future. If you'll just listen, I'll tell you what they are. I'll tell you where to go. Verse 12. Now we have received the Holy Spirit who is from God, this dunamis power, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. So God gave us the Holy Spirit specifically to reveal to us the things that God's given us, to reveal to us this abundant life. The Holy Spirit, Jesus bought this for us on the cross, and the Holy Spirit was sent to bring us into it, to, to guide us into it. Thank you, Jesus. Isaiah 50, verse 4, New Living Translation. Morning by morning, God awakens me and opens my understanding to his will. Praise God. He opens my understanding, my heart, to his will. So the Holy Spirit will begin revealing to your heart what to do. The understanding will grow on the inside of you. Like the sun rising in the morning and streaming through the window, little by little, you'll see more clearly what's in your room until the sun is shining in its full strength. So the picture will grow on the inside of you and you'll know what to do. You'll know what to do. I like to confess Colossians 1.9. Let's say that with me. Say it together. Father, I thank you for the knowledge of your will for every area of my life. In all wisdom and spiritual understanding that I might fully please you in all things. You see, if you'll confess that, and there's other scriptures you can confess too if you prefer, or you can just simply say, I have the mind of Christ, I know what to do. It's not difficult. And you'll find an understanding will grow on the inside of you, in your heart, and you'll know what to do. Like the sun rises in the room, in the morning, everything will become clear. The picture will become clearer and clearer. Don't depend on reason 
and don't depend on emotions. Don't run ahead with sense knowledge. If we do, we'll miss the abundant life and we will stay in the natural. Don't make decisions out of fear. Make them out of peace and joy and God's knowing inside of your heart that this is the right choice. Shut the world out. Listen to your heart, dear child of God. Listen to your heart. The Father is in there. The Holy Spirit's in there. Jesus is in there. They love you. They want the best for you. He is there in you, and he will whisper to you in your storm. The Holy Spirit will whisper to your heart in the middle of your storm, and he will guide you out and bring you to peace and victory. Please understand, when you pray this way, the Holy Spirit is not limited to only working through you. He's not limited to only working through you when you pray in the Spirit. He begins working through you, and he will also work through others as well, arranging people, arranging places, arranging things to bring God's plan to pass on your behalf. He'll arrange all circumstances so that you can walk in the fullness of God's plan for your life and, be for, and, be a, and accomplish what God has for you. Now we're beginning to activate Ephesians 3.20. All right? Let's read that. Ephesians 3.20 from different translations. Now to the God of love that is able to do infinitely beyond Weymouth, all our hopes and dreams, Knox, through his power which is at work within us. That's the TCNT translation. So we are allowing the power that lives in us, the dunamis, to work for us to take charge. When we pray in the Spirit and we confess, I have the mind of Christ, he is guiding me. The minute I say that, this dunamis power of God rises up in me and starts guiding me. Like we read in Romans 8, 26, the Holy Spirit himself makes intercession for us. In Romans 8, 27, he makes intercession for the saints to bring about the will of God. So when the Holy Spirit prays for you, you can count on this. He will answer the prayer he prays. He'll bring to pass the prayer he prays. So you can guarantee this. When you pray and other tongues. Those prayers are all answered. All answered. Now here are some recommended prayers we can make before praying in the Spirit. Before you start praying in tongues, I have certain prayers here that you could choose one of the other to pray. They will be up on the screen. Here they are. Dear Holy Spirit, say it with me. Dear Holy Spirit, Thank you for praying me into the will of God according to Romans 8, 26 and 27. I receive your will to be done in my spirit, 
soul and body and through me. All right, that's one prayer you could pray. Then begin praying in tongues. Another one you could pray before you pray in the Spirit is, let's say it, Dear Holy Spirit, I receive your correction to my motives. I receive your correction to my attitudes, my desires, my thoughts, and make me into the person that God destined me to be. I receive your guidance into all truth. And whatever you want me to know about my future, I receive that knowledge. According to John 16, 13. So this, I receive the knowledge of your will. In all wisdom and spiritual understanding, according to Colossians 1, 9. Praise God. All right, so I'm closing with this verse, Hebrews 13, 20. And now, my, and now may the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, equip you with all you need for doing his will. May he produce in you, through the power of Jesus Christ, all that is pleasing to him. So I believe, that the Holy Ghost in you is going to take you on a journey that you look back and say, wow, what great things the Lord has done. Well, Pastor Bev and I love you, and we're trusting God to be in South Africa February, March, for, uh, for three weeks. So let's just believe that Everything will be fine, and we'll be allowed to fly into South Africa at that time. And um, we are trusting also that all is well. There's peace in the land and revival in the land in the name of Jesus. So we will continue on with this series next weekend. We love you with all our hearts, and we will continue praying for you, and you continue praying as well. God richly bless you. Every head bowed, every eye closed. How many would say, Apostle Theon, I must be sure I'm going to heaven one day. I want to know Jesus. I want this Jesus in my heart. I want the blessings of God in my life. If that's you, say this little prayer with me. Dear God in heaven, thank you for sending Jesus to the cross. You punished him on my behalf that I can be forgiven. Please forgive me for my sins. Thank you, Jesus. Come into my heart. Thank you, Jesus. I declare Jesus is Lord of my life. From today, I will live for Jesus. Amen and amen. Now, if you said that, God richly bless you. If you will stay faithful to the Lord and stay plugged into the vine, we will absolutely see you in heaven. God bless you all. Amen. 
Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerans. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerans and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com. 